Hi everyone, this is Anthony Moirore, the admin of uh, Book Place and also the author of uh, Big Good for Good, Stories of uh, Goodness with Lessons on Life. And I am glad to be here. Today we have uh, one new episode that is uh, uh, that we are going to be starting now and uh, we'll be having as many guests as, as we can. And today we are blessed to be having the very first person live with us, Joanne Raid. Hi, Joanne. <laughs> Hi, how are you, Tony? I'm good, I'm good, thank you. So this is the author's journey. And uh, we know you're an author, but we need to get to know you uh, here and there. Myself, I'm from Kenya. Although I'm not in Kenya right now, I'm in Athens, Greece. Where are you from? Well, I'm, I'm originally from Boston in Massachusetts, yeah. but now I live in Chicago, in the middle of the, of the United States. Oh, that's wonderful. Chicago, Chicago. I used to hear Chicago when I was quite young, when I used to follow Chicago Bulls and, uh, oh, Michael, yes. and Michael Jordan. That was uh, oh, yes. something I used to really, really follow. So maybe sometimes- He was pretty good, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, sure. He was, uh, I mean, they say he's a, he's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend. So yeah, he, he was good and uh, he still remains good in the things that he's doing. So yeah, tell us much more about you as the author. Now, uh, yeah, whatever you feel, well, good to tell us. Well, first off, I'm retired. Okay. Uh, so, so I have time to, to do things. Now, I started out writing, of course, many, many years ago. I'm silly. You, you have to write. It's one of those things that you, you have to do it. Your fingers must write. Yeah. And so I had a series of uh, uh, books out uh, 25, 30 years ago now uh, that were techno thrillers. Yeah. And they were they were technical successes. That is, everyone who read them loved them, but there are only about three dozen people who read them. <laughs> so okay. I, I went back to school and, and finished off my doctorate. And, and so I went into all sorts of research areas. Yeah. And, now, and a girlfriend of mine was in the middle of writing. Yeah. And she, she needed uh, some editing work for, done. So yeah. I was editing for her. Mm -hmm. And then her writing was absolutely abysmal. It was horrible. It was mm -hmm. wonderful for business. Okay. But it was all of this, this passive voice stuff and everything. And so I said, you know, so I started rewriting it. Yeah. And she said to me, you know, really, why don't I edit your work and you do the writing? So okay. that's how all of this started. And this oh. is, uh, oh, some 10 years ago now. Yeah. And then uh, I was writing along and she was editing and I was writing and she was editing and then she had a stroke. Okay. Oh, and sorry. so we worked a little bit more and then she, she had the temerity to die, mm -hmm. leaving me two chapters into a monster book. And I, and, and I will never forgive her for dying. You know, she could have waited another six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good one. Yeah, so, I, I, you, so I wrote this huge book. Yes, uh, even and before you started a huge book, I think you started a bit as a bit high because um, there's something that uh, maybe those who are aspiring to be writers don't have a clue. And uh, I don't know, are writers born or they are made? But we got a sense of it uh, when you said you it started when you were taking over some work. So are writers born or they are made? Uh, great question. I think writing is sort of one of those things you were born with yeah but 
you don't have to. A lot of good writers are method writers, like mm -hmm. they're method actors. They get into a role and they study it and they really work hard at it and that kind of thing. And then there's folks like me that just sort of start. You start it and you really don't know where it's going and you let the keyboard guide you where it's going to go. And both ways are very successful. Yeah. It's just that uh, how do you work it into it? Now, mm -hmm. you still have to have the drive to be a writer, which is a silly thing to do. Mm -hmm. You do, really don't want to. It's an all-consuming thing. It yeah. becomes a, a, a passion. Mm -hmm. The book that you write becomes your child, and you're very protective of it. And then you give it to an editor who rips it apart, and you want to rip them apart because they have attacked your baby. But again, yeah. none, of us are, none of us are good editors. Yeah. All of us might think we are, but we're not. Mm -hmm. And so... You, once you get all of this processed out, then you get into the terrible part of yeah. trying to get it published. Mm -hmm. And this is this is awful. This is all consuming. You bring your book and you send it out to agents mm -hmm. and the agents go, thank you very much for your submission. But yeah. it's not quite what we're looking for at this time. Now, why don't you resubmit it in six months? And you go through 100, maybe 200 different sites and you get the same thing. And then you try to go to publishers and publishers say to you, well, I'm sorry, you're not an agent, so we're not going to talk with you. Yeah. And then there are the other publishers who are vanity publishers who say, oh, wonderful. Please send me $5,000. And you go, I don't have $5,000. I've met them. I've met them. <laughs> oh, yes. I've and we all? Yeah, we've and, met them. And uh -huh. so, so you end up with the position that you're going to have to publish it yourself. Yeah. And so where do you end up? You end up with Amazon. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're the big ones. They're the elephant in the room. So you can't ignore them. Yeah. And ultimately, you get to other places like Ingram and you get to places like Lulu and, play mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, you end up becoming your own marketer. Yeah. And so you spend all of your time marketing. That mm -hmm. is, you're going on Facebook. Okay, here we are. We're on Facebook and you're giving out ads. And you're building new advertisements and you're putting them on Facebook pages and you're yeah. going out to these other sites who say, well, we would love to advertise your book, but it has to be free. Mm -hmm. And you say to them, wait, <laughs> I would like some money too. Yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, free, yeah. how is this helping me? Mm -hmm. And then you get into uh, a little bit of the Amazon thing about whether or not you think it's going to be a free book. Uh -huh. But uh, again, it, it becomes a rat race for for you as a marketer and now you can't write yeah and but what does a writer do a writer writes yeah and you're trying to continue your stories or get a new one out there mm -hmm. and so the whole idea is just a silly thing to do and anyone who wants to be a writer i'm going to suggest they don't do it yeah. <laughs> good one now let's let's go back a bit your friend left with your a, a book to make uh, to write. That's the the time that you were starting. How did it all come that you got started exactly? I mean, I mean, did you apply? Did you do do all those things you were talking about, submitting and getting a rejection, and then finally you decided to do it yourself? Or how did it go? How I go about all this process? Uh, I mean, from the time that your friend left, whom you are not going to forgive for leaving you for dying before her time. <laughs> sorry, my, my ear is not, is not picking up oh, your words. Sorry. I'm saying your friend left you when the book was not complete and you are not going to forgive her for dying before it was done. 
So how did it get started? That, how did you publish that, your first book? How do I publish? I was one of those folks who recognized that I was terribly ignorant. Yeah. So I went online and actually took courses mm -hmm. how to publish and how to do all of this correctly. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, again, what is the process that you have to go through as a, as a self-published author? But mm -hmm. well, you have to let everyone know that you're going to be publishing a book. Yes. And so you get into this one step at a time. Uh, you make an announcement. Again, Facebook is a wonderful place to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and in fact, if you go to Bookplace, it's a wonderful spot where you can put in discussion and, and put in advertisements and everything else. And yeah. there's this really nice fellow out there that lets you do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, his name is Tony, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and so you, you build it up. You try to build up excitement. Mm -hmm. And during that process, you ask people mm -hmm. to be early readers. That is, they're going, you're going to provide them. With, an, with the copy of the, the work that you're going to be publishing yeah, sure. so that they can read through it and mm -hmm. one, help you edit it. And this, mm -hmm. is, this is far less expensive than going to a professional editor. Mm -hmm. Because if you have 10 or 15 people who are early reading your book, every single editor ever, ever is going to be caught by at least one of them, maybe yeah. even two or three. And so yeah, you yeah, get to yeah, go yeah. back and do some editing. Mm -hmm. And they're also ready at that point mm -hmm. to, to purchase. So you go through all the long process of setting up your book and getting it into uh, Amazon or whatever. Yeah. And all the time you're, you're advertising it. You know, mm -hmm. there's only 10 days to go, nine days to go. Right? And then you announce that it, and what you try to do is you try to set it up so that the first few days mm -hmm. are really inexpensive. They could be free, it yeah. could be 99 cents, mm -hmm. but you want the first few days to be really free so that those people who were your early readers can get that book for low cost okay they purchase the book and then you have to you ask them of course to review the book uh in amazon yeah and then you go through the process of, of thanking them getting them the gifts that you did promise them and all that kind of stuff and uh at that point going through the the, the usual thing with amazon mm -hmm. now there are some there are some tricky parts to it yeah. uh the amazon process is actually pretty straightforward Mm -hmm. uh, you get in there and register it, and there's a three-step process, and they, they'll guide you right through it. Yeah. The question is always one of being properly edited, and, and books out there, really, so many of them are poorly edited. When you start reading a book, you're really looking for a flow of words mm -hmm. in, in whatever language you're dealing with, yeah. and if there's misspellings. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah. couple of them, you know, but if it's continually misspelling, there's a problem and uh, malaprops mm -hmm. uh, and, and synonyms that aren't quite correct uh, getting and then punctuation and paragraphs and all these kinds of things that a reader has to have in order to read a book. Mm -hmm. um, and these things are just atrocious errors. Mm -hmm. um, so sort of the things that you should have learned in sixth grade, eighth grade, early high school. Yeah, um, these are important. Mm -hmm. The other aspect is, is a cover. <clears throat> a cover is incredibly important. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There are cover people out there. You can go out and find them, just you know, splash around. I did mine with 100 covers. Uh, now, I had a lot of input into it. I had an idea of what I wanted to do. Yeah. So, for instance, um, here's the first book. Let me get it into focus here. Okay. Notice that my idea was that I would have my... Uh, 
my hero, actually yeah. heroine, her name is uh, Jules Rain. Yeah. And this, you see the castle in the background, and then this fellow. Mm -hmm. And over the course of the three books, um, the fellow and the girl would yeah. become closer and closer and closer together mm -hmm. so that we could see that there's a love story here. Ah, it's hiding inside of the fantasy novel. Yeah. Um, but the, the covers bring this out to you one step at a time. So and then you've got to write a blurb. Yeah, what is your genre? I mean, basically, what do you write about? Uh, the covers themselves? No, I mean the books, the books. What is your genre? The book itself is a, ready for this? It's an epic fantasy. Yeah. It's a romance. Mm -hmm. And it's gamelit. Now, gamelit says um, essentially the characters get caught in a computer simulation, mm -hmm. but not quite. Yeah. That is, um, the the person who gets caught into it doesn't know that they're in a game. Okay. And there's no relationship to it. It doesn't come back and, and do any of the things. So in my case, <clears throat> a fellow, a guy named Tony, he's a, a late. <laughs> Uh, exactly, but he's older than you are. Yeah. So, okay. so he was in his late fifties, but he was yeah. a gamer, mm -hmm. and he volunteered to play uh, this really exciting new virtual reality game. Yes. Except he ends up on another world, mm -hmm. and he ends up as his avatar, and his avatar is a beautiful elf queen. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he's in a different world. He's an he's an avatar of a woman. And he still thinks he's in a game. And mm -hmm. throughout the first chapter, he's going, this is marvelous. What is this? Wow. Is my computer big enough to do this? What kind of graphics are those? Oh, look at that. And finally, at the end of the first chapter, he goes, wait a minute. Yeah. This is real. And the whole thing is become, it revolves around a prophecy that yeah. someone from the outside world is going to come and bring about the destruction of the evil avatars, I mean, okay. adjudicars. Yeah. So the adjudicars are, they're, they're bad guys and he's going to conquer them. And once he does, he can go home. Yeah. But of course, there's the love story in there which complicates everything. So at the end of it, um, when he, if and when he wins, does he really want to win? Because she is now in love with the prince and then, but if she, and then if she goes up, and, you know, so it becomes very complicated there. Um, and that leads into the second series. <laughs> okay, so uh, that story is in the three books. I mean, it's a trilogy. I lost your, your sound. Uh, my sound is okay, not good. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Gotcha. Let, me, let me check. I think everything is okay. Okay. It's okay. So, uh, you're saying uh, it's okay now? Yeah, everything's fine. Okay, so it's uh, that story is in the three books. Yep. So is that the are those the only books that you've uh, written, or you've written some more? Again, I'm sorry, I didn't quite. Have you written more books, or only the trilogy? I think. I mean, I have so your accent and my ears are not working well. <laughs> Okay. I have, I have old ears. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and <laughs> let me let me try to, to make it somehow Chicaglish. <laughs> so I'm saying, are those the only books that you've written, or you've written some others? 
What? Okay. <laughs> Have you written more books other than just those three? Uh, well, I'm, the next series is, is pretty well published now. Okay. Um, so the next series is four books, mm -hmm. and three of them have already been published again on Amazon. Okay. And uh, the fourth book will be coming out in June. Yeah. And that's the follow-up again. Tony goes home, uh -huh. but can he come back? And that's the whole subject of the, the second series. He actually does come back. Okay. And and has to again fight the evil adjudicars except uh, by this time she and the prince are getting in love and they're, they're really happy together oh. so is it it becomes a story of uh, it's, a, it's a love story it's a seven volume and, love a, story. and a story of hope as i get it so it's really cool and yeah. now the, the next series which I, i've just begun mm -hmm. um involves the rest of the planet okay <clears throat> that is they're on just one continent mm -hmm. and it's a small continent. Yeah. There's, there's three other continents, big continents, and the bad guys are out there and mm -hmm. trying to desperately to get a hold of this particular planet. Yeah. Uh, and so now I have to st essentially start all over. Um, there's a whole new series of characters. There's all sorts okay. of, and how does she get involved with them? Mm -hmm. So again, that's, it's, Welcome to the author's dilemma. You've painted yourself into a corner. Now, how do you get out? <laughs> you have to find a way to get out of it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, but it's slowly because it, it's, it, this, is, this is going to be a struggle. The first uh, seven books were easy. Yeah. Now it's, now it's the struggle because I have to start all over. Okay. Uh, you'll make it. Goes. You'll make it. You'll make it. If Tony has come that far, you'll make it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's there. It's 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 boiling, and this yeah. is one of the one of the things about writers. Uh, we talk about writer's block, mm -hmm. and one of the things that uh, I, I I keep rediscovering yeah. is that the story is here, yes. but it's going to take a while to cook. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not that you can immediately just jump into it and start on it, and it's a wonderful book. And again, depending on your process, okay. uh, there are those people who do it uh do it by outlines or those people who do it by a series of pictures yeah. uh and there are those people like me that just sort of sit there and and slowly let it cook and then you begin to write well yeah. what i i do is i write vignettes so i've got little stories that i'm writing about some of the characters that are going to come in mm -hmm. and some of the characters are, will make it into the book and some of the stories will make it into the book others will yeah. not and mm -hmm. so it's a matter right now as I'm, I'm gathering all of my ingredients, sort of like a cook. And what ingredients will I use to make this beautiful dinner? Okay. And, and it's going to be, of course, a, a three, four, maybe five course dinner. Yeah. But how do I keep people involved? How do I keep them um, Yeah. I've started them over here. Now I've got this new series. I'm starting a whole new group of people. How do I get people from the old books to the new books? And that's, again, welcome to the club, right? <laughs> that's every writer's dilemma. Yeah. Uh, you, you do run out of a particular character. Now, do you continue the character or do you start a whole new series? Mm. And in mine, the, the, the main character, the, the, the elf queen, has to become involved because she's the Supergirl. Um, but it's a long story to get her involved. This is a completely different continent. 
Now, yeah. there's, you know, it's, it's the same differences between, let's say, uh, North America and Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, again, it's a 3,000 mile ocean between them. Yeah. And it's not easy to traverse because they don't have airplanes. Yeah. Uh, this is a medieval world. They, mm -hmm. uh, in the first world, they don't have horses. They don't have draft animals. Mm -hmm. And everyone walks. So can you imagine, uh, there you are, you're in Europe right now. In order to go anywhere, you have to walk. Yeah. Now, how far can you walk in a day? Well, not very far. Not very and, and how do you prepare to walk from your city to the next city, which may be 50 miles away, mm -hmm. uh, 100 kilometers, let's say. Yeah. Well, you have to get packed and you have to get ready and you have to have clothes, and you have to have food, you have to have all of these things and you travel. So how do you as an author speed it up fast enough so that the events can occur and they begin to mesh mm -hmm. and yet not destroy the very fact that you said there is no high speed transportation. So it's, it's, this is going to be fun. It's because time. Well, again, we, we think back into the histories. How long did it take for information to flow back and forth from one country to another? Well, it was often a matter of months, maybe even years before yes, someone figured out, oh, something happened way over there, which has now affected me. They had to send someone running. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Welcome to Thermopylae, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. So, I hope you're having a lot of fun with this one. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's still go back a bit. What did you retire from? Sorry. What did you retire from? Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm an educator. Okay. By that's that's my doctorate is, is education, but um, my basic field is cognitive theory, and the whole idea of uh, how do we think and how do we make decisions? And so uh, I went into the, the area of uh, the critical thinking, mm -hmm. which I prefer to actually call thinking critically. Well, and I'm, I'm one of the experts in the field of thinking critically. How do you go through the process of figuring out what is true, what is not true, and thereby what actions should I take? Oh. Uh, is, it, is, it, is the problem soluble? Is there a solution? That is, is there a way of me actually going from where I am to a specific point with a, a, an exact route, sort of like a computer program, getting from point A to point B? Mm -hmm. Or is, am I in a situation that there is no single answer? There's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of different possibilities, but some of them are pretty good and some of them aren't pretty good, and you don't know what the ultimate solution is going to be. All you know is that every single course of action you take could be wrong. Yeah, so yeah. What, how do you figure out which has the highest probability of accomplishing the thing you want to accomplish? Mm -hmm. And and also how do you avoid all the pitfalls, these, these things that uh, uh, we know are, are complex errors in thinking. And so, again, such simple things as um, correlation, the, the difference between correlation and causation. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a strong correlation between uh, ladies' hemlines and the stock market. Mm -hmm. That is, as the hemlines go up, so does the stock market. As the hemlines go down, so does the stock market. Well, that's, of course, is silly. There's, there's no relationship <laughs> there. <No. laughs> At the same time, it's a correlation. So how do you separate those two? So mm -hmm. that's been a huge process of, of mine and trying to get um, more people educated in this way. But then I retired and now I, I write books. 
I write lots of books. <laughs> I believe this has been a very great help for you, being an educator who is uh, into critical thinking and then coming into writing, which calls for critically thinking about your characters and the way of the uh, flow of your books. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I, I get too pedantic. Yeah. That is, I get, I get too much into teacher mode. Um, at, at the same time, it's really important because I, the events are occurring over time and distance. So how do you correlate the, the experiences of one group of people with another group of people in order that sometime in the future, they meet at the appropriate time and place? Yeah. Well, that, that's the part of the planning that, that I could do. I, I set up timelines mm. so that uh, I, work, I work backwards. They're supposed to be here. So now where do they go and how quickly can they come? And, and what? so that takes a lot of involvement. And then also I have some major battle scenes. Yeah. I have I have huge war going on. Mm -hmm. And I have to coordinate all of these armies beforehand and then figure out how to say it in words. It'd be beautiful if I could put it in a movie. Mm -hmm. and, and actually, that's that's a really good idea. My books would make a great movie. Oh. No, it couldn't be a movie. It would yeah. have to be one of these um, uh, the television things, uh, um, mm -hmm. these series that they put on. I guess it'd have to be about eight, maybe ten different episodes. But yeah. it's it's a huge book. I mean, it, it if it was in a single book, it'd be like 450, 500 pages. Whoa. So that that that's that's a lot of pages. So uh -huh. again, but yeah. again, things of Hollywood, they, they just I love the way they mess things up. There's a perfectly good story out there. And if they just told the story in, in pictures and words, it would be great. But if they know they have to be creative and change it and then you go no it's wrong you missed the point <laughs> <laughs> yes i've had that uh you have i mean ideology whereby they say that the movie will never be as good as the book that's true <clears throat> because yeah. amongst amongst other things your brain is operating at its own frequency yeah. you see characters in in your your mind and mm -hmm. you see what they're doing and how they're interacting but the moment it's on the screen it's fixed Mm -hmm. It can't be changed, and suddenly you go, "Oh, that isn't the way I envisioned it," and that's the first half. And then the second yeah. part is, um, so often they change it for dramatic purposes, mm -hmm. but in the process, they make the story go all wrong. Yeah, and yeah. It, it mess it up, mm -hmm. and it can be in little ways, it can be in big ways, yeah. and sometimes it, it really causes huge problems when they make us what's a small change, mm -hmm. especially in a large book or in a series, because later on, that has consequences. Mm -hmm. This little event here has consequences way out here. And by changing this little thing, they mess this one up completely. And now they have yeah, to go yeah. all the way back. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, let me ask you. Uh, now, you definitely have had quite a lot of experiences in life. Uh, in your writing, could you have drawn some of your personal experiences and brought them into the book? My own experiences in? Yeah. Well, sort of. Um, obviously, I'm the hero. I'm, I'm the oh. heroine in these books. I mean, she's redhead. Yes. She's got green eyes and freckles. I mean, oh. what else could you ask for? Whoa. <laughs> so it's you. It's definitely you. <laughs> and then the prince. I have a, a friend who's a again in his late 50s yeah. and he's sort of a gamer and that kind of thing and he was sort of an inspiration as to the as to the tony mm -hmm. character 
got the jewelry character Mm -hmm. and then yeah and then there of course there are influences from other books i mean there's there's really no new again uh a hero is a person who's going to go into a difficult situation in order to try and and clear it up and ameliorate it mm-hmm. knowing full well that they'll probably get killed mm-hmm. there is, there's no good outcome for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they know it so and a hero goes into this situation to uh, get it going and and knows that this this is is this terminal for them in one way or another mm-hmm. so standard so you have to be aware of that and and the people you're creating them and yeah it's it's fun it, it really is yeah, trying yeah. to put all of these characters together now in my books i also have the additional problem mm-hmm. that there are a very large number of characters okay. um i would say in my first book i probably have 50 or 60 characters oh, oh those are many oh yes um, because there there are armies which are involving people yeah. she has her own tribe she has clans mm-hmm. she meets people along the way who become uh become fellow travelers with her yeah. um, and you know there's good guys and there's bad guys and there are kingdoms and there's dukedoms and there's all this stuff going on so mm-hmm. there's a lot of characters and then there's also a lot of places yeah and so one of the things that i did mm-hmm. is i created a map which you know i needed for me in order mm-hmm. to, to keep things square in my mind yeah. so i've offered that to all of my readers so anyone who goes on to my Girali chronicles uh website can okay. get the uh, get the map uh, and also can get what's called a companion, which I thought, again, my readers would really need, which mm-hmm. is all of the characters and how they're related to one another, yeah. all the places, the name places, the rivers, the and the cities and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the magical spells, there's a lot of magical spells that are being said, and okay. they're often said in Elvish, right? Elvish, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And it's just not English, that's for sure. And, <laughs> and how it works. And, so again, but just this companion is like 60 pages. Yeah. So again, the complexity of, of the novel can really be disturbing to a reader unless yeah. you provide them with the, the, the materials they'll need to help understand and yeah. who's related to whom. And of course, as you've gone from book one to book three, you yeah. could have forgotten some of the characters in book one. Mm-hmm. And That's rather than go back that. to book one, <laughs> if you have this companion, you simply open it up and go, oh, yes, I remember him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready to go. Or you get to change some names along the way and uh, someone gets confused if you don't check back. <laughs> Recognize it. And then um, there's a lot of stories out there that have multiple characters. And it's really helpful to have a, a, a compendium of, of these characters to yeah. go back into. Rings. There's that large area in the back of the third book of, of all the stuff. And, and then of course there's the uh, Silmarillion to, uh, you would go back to as sort of a, as a compendium of yeah. Lord of the Rings of where did all this stuff start? And mm-hmm. all the big books have something along that line. And yeah. so I so I do. Okay, good. Now, apart from the dilemma where you find yourself in a story and you don't know how to get out of there, which other challenges have you been facing as a as a writer? Kind of, um, uh, what kind of. As a writer, which other challenges have you been have you faced along the way? 
My biggest challenge is time. Yeah. I would love to be writing more than I am. Mm -hmm. My biggest challenge is, is the marketing aspects. I really can't. It's, I would, let's say I hate it, but it's, it's not. It's just, it's such a dull and boring thing to do day in and day out. Yeah. Well, for instance, when, when I finish with our discussion here, yeah. I will go out into Facebook and I will go to about 20 different Facebook sites and place an ad for my book. Okay. And then I will go into uh, my, again, Facebook. And I will answer all the notifications that have come through to me from all the other fellow authors, yeah. readers, that kind of thing, and, and answer all of them. I've mm -hmm. skipped nothing. Right. And by yeah. the time that I've done that, that's three or four hours right there. Mm -hmm. So, and, and it's not like I don't have anything else to do. I mean, th yeah. there is this thing called life, oh, uh, there's yeah. sleep and food and things like that. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, that I, I really only get about four hours a day to, to write. Mm -hmm. And that's disturbing in that it, in any book, an author gets their brain into the book and it begins to go and pretty soon your fingers are going. And then of course you have to stop. Yeah. But getting restarted is hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's the 15 or 20 minutes that you're going, Oh, where was I? What was my brain? Where was I thinking? Where was this character go? Ah, oh, yes, and there, and it'd be best if I could start like right now, yeah, and begin and just go throughout the whole day, mm -hmm. and to the point of exhaustion. Well, my first book actually, that's that's what I did. Yes. It was stream of consciousness, and I wrote a five hundred page book in a matter of three months, and my hands were so sore that I had to walk around with with ice cubes. Just oh. to keep my fingers going, it was just—I I, I hurt myself. Oh. Um, but again, it was just flowing, and I yeah, couldn't—and yeah. I couldn't let it stop because it, if it's done. So right. again, that—that's what—that's the condition I'd like to get back into uh, mm -hmm. with this new, with a new book, but I just—I just can't. So I, I keep asking other people if they—they they would help. Now looking for uh, a publisher, looking for uh, someone to to assist, but. Like that's that's typical of all authors. I'm, I'm not saying that it's it's just me. That's yeah. how it works. That's what mm -hmm. this business is all about. Yeah. Uh, if you look at Amazon, there's something on the order of three million books out there. Mm -hmm. And so there's there's three billion people and three million books. So that means everyone has a thousand books to read. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. have, have you read your first thousand books yet? Whoa. I haven't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm nowhere near. <laughs> and so how do you get there? Mm. through this this huge morass of people is just how do you pick out a particular tree in the middle of a forest and that's what every author is asking he's asking mm -hmm. readers to, to find me 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 and this there's, there's a million people out there going me me and how does a a, a reader know who to pick uh hopefully uh, a program like this will yes. help people decide well why don't i look up joanne reed she's yes. got some interesting books mm -hmm. but again how many other people are you going to be interviewing? You're going to be interviewing a lot, right? Yeah. Sure. Least, that's what yeah. you do. Yeah. And that's 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 your business. Uh -huh. So we're we're all there. We're all competing, pretty much in the same field, mm -hmm. and it, it's very hard for any individual author to push the string. You know, you can't push that string. The, yeah. The, the the reader can pull that string anytime they want. Like, I'll take that. Push the book onto them. You can. 
So the, the only thing you can do is say, I'm here, I'm here, please pay attention to me, please. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's, what, that's what you do and that's why we are doing it. But I believe it can never happen otherwise. You cannot sit at home or sleep all day and expect that something is going to come your way. And, and of course, um, the other aspect of it is if you keep at it long enough, Mm -hmm. Sooner or later, you'll become an overnight success. <laughs> yeah, and the, an overnight success is a success that has been made over 20 years in, in pushing, in trying, in attempting things. Yeah, now, one question. Where do you view yourself five years from now? Oh, well, hopefully, we will you will be interviewing the world's famous author of this fantastic series of uh, epic uh, fantasies, and and uh, and and you, of course, will be that well-known uh, personality uh, yeah. who's on who's asked to be on every program because of your <laughs> wit and charm. And, and we will then we will then chuckle back and forth at where we were just five years ago. Uh, honestly, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm retired. Yeah, I, I enjoy my writing, and I'm and I, I I have frustrations, but I'll probably be doing pretty much the same thing. Um, <laughs> And again, I get involved with some other stuff. I'm, I'm involved, for instance, with um, what's called Sidewalk Science, okay. which uh, we do uh, every second week, <clears throat> um, Saturdays. Yeah. And you, you can look us up on, on Facebook. We're, you, we're out there. Okay. Um, and this is a group of uh, five or six uh, eminent scientists who all sit around and talk about important things that have happened in the world of science in the past uh, fortnight. Okay. And one of us uh, was always has a program that we try to put on uh, yeah. of interest to everyone. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of call-ins and, and people who ask questions of, of science. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that that will become a, a larger program. Um, yeah. I'm very disturbed by the lack of scientific uh, knowledge and scientific capacities in mm -hmm. the average person. Uh, most people, um, when you say the word science, they freeze on the inside and yeah. go, oh my God, oh my God, and mm -hmm. run away. Whereas, in fact, science is looking at the world. Yeah. How does the world work? How do people work? How yeah. do birds work? How mm -hmm. do planets work? How does that work? Oh my goodness. And so it's an exploration yes. of the universe, yeah. of which we are a small, tiny, itty bitty part. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is this is the greatest exploration that can be. It's the yeah. biggest story that can be. How did the universe come into existence? What is it doing? When is it going to end? And what's happening on this tiny, tiny little speck in the middle of nowhere called yeah. Earth that mm -hmm. we think is important? Mm -hmm. And so we discuss all of these things. So okay. please, in fact, uh, this Saturday at uh, two o'clock um, Central Time, yeah. uh, the, cast, our, we'll, the six of us will get together and we'll have another discussion. Mm -hmm. of so, properties of science so yeah. science sunday uh, excuse me uh, sidewalk science yeah. um so i would hope that that becomes a larger part of, of what's going on and so that, i believe definitely you're going to come out with a book from that those meetings also oh well that's what i'm thinking the science books i i leave to uh, a lot of other people i'm i have no particular expertise outside of the area of cognition um, and I, I've written some books in that area. I've written a lot of articles in that area. I'm, I'm a, a well-known person in, in this field. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of the basic science, I, I leave it to my compatriots. Uh, in fact, uh, John Dottie is putting up another satellite. Okay. Um, 
Mike Albro is to trying to get a new uh, experiment done at CERN. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, these are the kind of people with, with whom we were dealing. The, they're world famous, marvelously skilled scientists. I leave it to them. Okay. They're, they're fine. I, I can be the, 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 the moderator and, and <laughs> smile and wave and go, wow, that's cool. <laughs> uh, yet again, you can never do everything. So you've got no. to leave some things to other people who can do them better. These are kind of skilled at this area. I don't do that. Yeah. I, I will I will come up with the ideas of how to educate children uh, in these different fields. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's again, that's that's part of the educational process. How do we figure out the best way to teach children what's going on without mm -hmm. boring them to death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a six-year-old has an, a wild imagination, just going crazy, just wonderful. And so part of teaching them science is no, everything that you imagined is not true. You can have this wonderful imagination. You can yeah. explore the world of imagination. It's, mm -hmm. it's called fantasy. It's, it's called uh, fiction. Enjoy. Write it if you'd like. Yeah. But then again, that's the real world. And here's how the real world works. Mm -hmm. And the, so the child can do both. And hopefully you pre can present it in such a way that the child will go, oh, that's fun. Yeah. When I was a kid dinosaurs dinosaurs were the coolest thing in the whole world now yeah. all what we knew about dinosaurs was so limited mm -hmm. uh, that we got a lot of things wrong we, we yes. thought that some things were true which which would weren't why not and now some 70 years later we, uh, we have a much greater knowledge of what's going on mm -hmm. and the depictions we have now of dinosaurs are very very different from what they were in, let's say, the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. Yes. Uh, which, for instance, we had the thing called Brontosaurus, mm -hmm. which was living in a swamp. Mm -hmm. well, it, first off, there was no such thing as Brontosaurus. That it ended up, there was a different body and a different head. Mm -hmm. And they didn't live in swamps. They lived sort of like elephants do on a plain okay. and in the uh, heavy forest. Uh, we didn't know about, we had uh, things like uh, T-Rex sitting up like a kangaroo on its tail. Yeah. And it's going, no, 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 it isn't how it worked. They were sort of flat like chicken and Whoa. the tail stuck out the back. And so they could they could run and move fairly quickly for mm -hmm. a huge animal that they, they did. Yeah. Um, so how do you educate people and maintain interest uh, through, let's say, high school and, and beyond into college? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the thing, kinds of things that, that interest me. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So yes, uh, and uh, the movie, yeah, I see the movie you talked about. Maybe it is gonna be out by then. <laughs> Marvelous, and I, I would love to have someone who actually knows about this kind of stuff talk with me about it. Uh, these, uh, this is a massive set of works, yeah. which would work extremely well. Uh, if we look in the in the recent past, there have been some marvelous things on Netflix and, and these other program areas that yeah. have been gigantic books, mass with lots of characters, lots mm -hmm. of interactions, lots of yeah. things happening. Mm -hmm. And I have that book and it would be, a, a, and it is pretty much set up so that it, it could be done. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, the, the gal who plays the, the lead part would have to be a, a, a big athlete. Yeah. I was thinking there are, there are a couple that, that would come to mind. Um, uh, well, I'm trying to think of the, the Russian tennis player who's retired. Um, Anna Konnikova. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, other athletes of that kind. 
but she'd have to be an, an, a, a strong athletic woman, which yeah. again, wouldn't that be nice to have a strong athletic woman playing the lead role? We don't have many strong, powerful women out there. Yeah. And that, that would be really, really neat. So this was something for, the, for the, the women of this world to look up to and go, oh, I don't have to be just bearing children that it doesn't be my only responsibility. I can yes. be a person, I can do stuff. I can look like, the you know, we had a president, you know, look at the vice president of the United States right now, mm -hmm. I mean, a strong, powerful woman. Yes, yes she is. She is. we need some more strong, powerful women in this world. Yes, I yes. think would, she would change our world considerably to have more strong, powerful women as as, as role models. That that would be good. That would be good. They Just need me. to rise up because you. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> yes, and you need to call them up. <laughs> you need to, yeah, encourage. Back in, in recent history, there have been several women who have been leaders of their countries, mm -hmm. and we can look at uh, Great Britain. We can look at Israel. We can look at uh, Germany. And these have been powerful women who have done a, a really fine job for their country. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that they were perfect because there's no such thing, but they did a marvelous thing in their country. And I think there were more like that. I think our world would change considerably. It's the, the, guys, I hate to tell you guys, but yeah. you really like war. <laughs> you really, really do. And it's, and, it, and it's destructive. So you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> really. <laughs> But I've seen some women go to war also. <laughs> well, I think one of the, one of the interesting things is uh, when a woman takes power, um, the guys think that all of a sudden that they can take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, just because we're women doesn't mean we don't have a backbone. <laughs> and, and every child was raised with a strong woman going, no, no, no. <laughs> and That's when mom right. speaks, I don't care if you're 50 or 60 or 70 years old. When mom speaks, what do you do? Oh, yes, mother. Everyone, yes, mother. Yes, mother. <laughs> yes, mother. <Everyone> stays still. <laughs> you go, you yeah. go home. You're a big, successful person. You go home, and suddenly you're six, and mom is telling you, "Now, did you eat your breakfast this morning?" <laughs> yes, mama, I did eat my breakfast. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yes. Um, uh, we were uh, talking about the aspiring authors. Uh, maybe you can sum up a little bit of uh, those do's and don'ts that you would give every aspiring writer or author in this case. I think my first, first piece of advice would be know your language. Yes. It's, it's, it's critical. And, and again, we're so used to speaking uh, in the vernacular. Mm -hmm. And when you write, you can't write in the vernacular. You have to write in your language. You mm -hmm. have to control your diction. You have to know the words. You have to know how they're spelled. Mm -hmm. You have to know how a sentence is put together. You yeah. have to know how paragraphs are put together. Mm -hmm. You have to know all these separations. You have to know how to put conversation in and yeah. how to interplay between characters mm -hmm. and build that up. So the first thing is, learn your language um it's very very difficult mm -hmm. uh, english is probably one of the worst because ours is a polyglot language we don't have a single root language yeah uh, greek has a as a single root and, and so in that regard it's far easier yeah uh, I'm, i'm not sure you're originally from what part of africa i'm from kenya, kenya. 
So you have several languages in Kenya. Yeah, um, and depending upon the tribe, you yeah. could be you could be unintelligible to a person living 20 miles away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you have to know your language. Mm -hmm. And if, but if you're writing a book, now you have to have a language which is larger. Yeah. So how, so in your mind, you have to translate from your local language to a, a larger language, such as English, which yeah. a large number of people can read rather than a small group of people. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have to know all of these rules mm -hmm. and you have to apply them. Yeah. And don't think that you are good at it because you're not. Yeah, this yeah. is why editors are important. This is why other people are important. Yeah. Now, editors, I hate to say it, but editors are really important people. Mm -hmm. They're very, very, very expensive. Yes. And this is a huge problem for all writers. Yeah. Um, a, a book of 100,000 words uh, could cost $1,000 for you to have edited by a decent editor. Yeah. Now, this is, this is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And so you have to think about, or you have to do a plan B. Now, there are many plan Bs. None of them are as good as a, as a really good editor. But yeah. having multiple people read your book ahead of time is helpful. I mentioned before. Yes, many people, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. say eight or 10, mm -hmm. and have them feed it back. Read it aloud to another person. Yeah. That is, you read it aloud to another person. Mm -hmm. You hear your words, and if there's a problem there, you're going to hear it. Also, the other person is going to hear it. Okay. And they're going to feed back to you immediately. Yeah. So these are some of the less expensive ways. Now, there are several programs out there. Mm -hmm. I think of Pro Writers Aid, yeah. as being one of them, which mm -hmm. is an excellent program for going through all of this stuff and doing a, a computerized editing. Now, again, this is not perfect. It has all sorts of complications that uh, you, you will see when you use it. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it, it really is a good guide and you take it very, very seriously when yeah. you uh, object to what it is doing. Mm -hmm. Have a good reason in your mind. Yes. Uh, finally, when it gets around to the edit, to the actual publishing process mm -hmm. study uh, again let's take amazon as an example they have a compendium a huge thing about how to put your book together and how to submit it for study it yeah do what they tell you to do mm -hmm. put it down and and so as you're going to have it in the form of an ebook it's yeah. relatively easy mm -hmm. um there are some rules that then it's relatively easy, but the moment you say oh i want it in print as well Mm -hmm. uh, now you really are going to have to follow their rules in, in great detail. Right. Uh, there's a new series that they're they're talking about of doing hardcover, mm -hmm. which I am uh, which I am involved with. Uh, but you know I'm one of many. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, again, what is the requirements? Follow the rules. Don't don't yeah. don't think you can get away with something. You you can. Okay. And when they tell you, for instance, that the cover isn't big enough, yeah, they will also tell you. Um, you have to increase it by X many millimeters. Mm -hmm. Okay. You go back to the the guys who are doing your cover and tell them, make it bigger. And, yeah, and, yeah. and they will go, fine, no problem. Um, again, cover. Cover is extremely important. Mm -hmm. um, choose your cover. Now, you can go out on places like Fiverr yeah. and find very, very large numbers of people out there who will do covers for you. Mm -hmm. And you can have them compete against one another for, for your particular book. Yeah. Um, also, um, the blurb, the thing on the back of the book, you know, mm -hmm. every book has a, has a thing on the back, which tells you about it. That's right. the blurb. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh -huh. And 
This is your synopsis where you're telling the uh, potential reader what the book is and why they should be buying it. You've mm -hmm. got to strike their interest. Now, this is really, really hard to do. Yeah. Um, as, as you know, Tony, yeah. trying to write that blurb is as hard as writing the rest of the book. Yeah. You've got to put your mind into it. You've got to really think about it because you're trying to condense everything down yeah. and add this extra added incentive to say, this is why you should be reading my book rather than someone else's. Yeah. And that's, that is hard to do. Mm -hmm. So this is this is really a profession. This is something that uh, you don't just jump into willy nilly. This yeah. is something that you really have to put your mind into, just like any other profession. Yes. And treat it as a profession. Yeah. Uh, even even if you're doing it part time, this is your alternate profession. And when you're retired, <laughs> and you're you're going you've gone from your major whatever it was that you did in life. Yeah. Now you're sitting back there, and you and your computer. This now becomes your fun and games. Mm -hmm. What do you do? You end up spending lots of money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, many of these advertising things don't work. Mm -hmm. You'll be terribly frustrated. Mm -hmm. um, welcome to the club. <laughs> We're the frustrated writers of the world. <laughs> and there's, there's, there's little or nothing you can do about it other than continue plugging at it, do more and more and more and more. And yes, it will take away from the time that you should be writing. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Mm -hmm. um, if you can interest a publisher in doing so, mm -hmm. that would be wonderful. That would be really great. Um, don't go with a vanity. I'm sorry, but uh, to all the vanity publishers out there, and the so-called hybrids out there. Yeah. Um, you should not be paying a publisher to publish your book. Mm -hmm. Publisher be paying you to publish the oh. book. Theirs is a money-making proposition. You are not. <laughs> You're just a person. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They should be paying you. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, there's no guarantees of success. Please be aware. Uh, you will not be an overnight success. The likelihood of you selling a million books is zero. Yeah. Just understand that you're not going to. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of really, really good writers out there writing in exactly the same genre you're writing in. Mm -hmm. And you're in the middle of a herd. You were a zebra in the middle of the Serengeti Plains and you're migrating. Yeah. Now, the, the lion is out there. <laughs> the lion is there. He's waiting. Yeah. He's going to get one of you. <laughs> so, just like that herd, there you are with a million other writers, and the reader is going to pick one of you to to read. Yeah, he's not going to read all of you. And why does he pick you? Well, it could be that uh, the person has read your books before. Mm -hmm. It could be that there's a recommendation from a friend. Yeah, it could be that uh, there's uh, an article he saw or she saw on uh, Facebook. Yeah, uh, they could have been out on Book Place, and and there was this really neat advertising. Oh, why don't I get that book? Well, mm -hmm. And then you look it up on Amazon, and you can read it for free online. Yeah. This is online, or you can buy it. And what does it cost? Like two bucks, three bucks. Come on, this is this is not a big deal. Yeah, it's not like you're spending the national treasury. <laughs> <laughs> sure, and, sure, sure. And so uh, you you get to the point of total frustration that you're not being read by more people well, yeah. fine go on to other sites uh go wide um amazon isn't the only one you can go to ingram you can mm -hmm. go to lulu you can mm -hmm. go to a lot of other places to publish your book yeah and so so do it uh, just just jump out there and 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 
you know, if you want other people to read your book, you have to put it in front of them in yeah. every different area. Mm -hmm. So they may not be on Facebook. They may never see your ad on Facebook. So mm -hmm. you have to put it in the areas where they exist. Yeah, sure. So, so yeah, advice from an old person. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. That, that's quite uh, much that you've shared with us. And uh, definitely we will need to, someone will need to look at your book. So you're going to share with us your links and also the, the science thing that, the, uh, that you talked about. Uh, you're going to share with us the link so that they can follow it up. You never know. You could be having some interested people who are going to follow you, read the books that you've shared, and uh, even join you when you are meeting in the science club. <laughs> so I came. Yeah. I saw. I yeah. conquered. Now, if you haven't heard of that one before, Julius Caesar said that uh, when he returned from one of his campaigns and they asked him, how did it yeah. go? And he said, I came, I, I saw, and I, I conquered. conquered. And that's my three books. And Let's that's the see. that's also the story of the prophecy. Yeah. The prophecy is also three couplets. Mm -hmm. And so the first book is the first couplet, the second book is the second couplet, and the yeah. third book is the third couplet of the oh. So, oh. And we have prophecy in there as well as epic fantasy, romance, gamelet, prophecy. It's really cool. Oh, cool. So we're going to read them. And uh, yes, thank you very much. It's been a wonderful experience uh, being with you here. And um, this was so great. I, I, I really appreciate being on your program. Yeah. And uh, I wish you continued good luck and everything. You, you, you're going to have some fun. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. It's been, uh, this one hour has been quite fun. And uh, I look forward to several others. Now, ahead. Does, does this mean that you're going to go out to Amazon and buy my books? Two. Right. Are you going to go on Amazon and buy my books? I'm not promising, but uh, definitely someone is going to see this and uh, is going to. Go. <laughs> I I am not so much into fiction. That's what I was sharing with uh, one of my core. I mean, one of the people who have been on my book. I mean, the for the one who wrote my forward. He's he's also he's just came into book place, and I was telling him I don't read so much uh, fiction. Um. Uh, so much in non into nonfiction, the specifically personal development, self help. That's my area. So, so uh, I may not promise, but uh, I know someone could be interested in going and checking your books out. Right. Well, yeah. thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Yeah, uh, have a wonderful day too, and uh, maybe sometime in the near future we're gonna get back together. I, I'm, I'm here. How about you? And I'm wishing you all success in everything. Everyone that's watching this will go out and purchase my book. So in six months or so, we'll come back and say, well, it was all because of you, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. So all the those who are watching, all those who are going to watch the, re the recorded uh, version of this uh, episode. Thank you very much. And I'm wishing you all success. All the readers, please pick our books. <laughs> Well, about books and uh, uh, have a good day. Bye, bye, bye. Until next time. Bye.